0: Episode 41, the FOTIME Podcast, this time through CW. How you learn it, how to make it work for you, coming up.
1: MTCradio.com presents FOTIME, the other ham radio podcast. Found online at FOTIMEpodcast.com. Now, here's your host, Kale Nelson, K4CDN.
0: Merry Christmas from the Time Podcast. I'm Kel, your host, Kilo4 Charlie Delta November. Thank you so much for coming by the podcast. Now, I'm an amateur radio operator. I'm also a hobbyist podcaster, as well as a stay at home dad with a van full of kids. And this is part of my contribution back to the hobby, which I really, really dearly love amateur radio. Now, you may not even have a license right now, or you may be studying or just have gotten your license. Well, if, if that's you, you're in the exact perfect place you could be. Uh, This podcast is catered directly to you. That doesn't mean that that folks who have been around for, I don't know, since Nikola Tesla was out. I'm just kidding. Uh, If you've been licensed a long time, you're welcome to hang out here too. Uh, we really actually appreciate you being here because you can contribute so much to the community as we all learn about this awesome hobby, Amateur Radio. So thank you all for being here. If you've just recently tested and passed and gotten your license, or if you've upgraded, congratulations. We, we love to hear those stories, so make sure you let us know. Now, just to let you know, you can find everything you want to know about this podcast on our website, FOTIMEPodcast.com, f o t i m e Podcast.com. Show notes, links to older shows. We have a player there that you can scroll through and listen to all the episodes that we posted before. Just a lot of fun, a lot of stuff there. We like to communicate, to interact with you so you can comment on the programs, ask questions. We also are on all the social media sites, so make sure you find us there as well. And uh, one of the places you really need to be looking if you're on the internet right now, especially if you're getting into the hobby or just recently upgraded is MTC Radio. Now, Richard hasn't lost his mind. He didn't drive his big diesel dually into a lake and, and go crazy or anything. But he, he did kind of go off the edge just a little bit. Uh, he's got a big big contest, giveaway, kind of a thing going on down there at mtcradio.com right now. And we've only got about a week left to take, to take advantage of this thing. But here's the deal. If you go to mtcradio.com and you buy something and it happens to snow in Paris, Texas, On January the first, 2016, at least one inch in their parking lot there. They're going to refund you the total purchase price of most everything you buy on their website. All the details are online. If you think I'm crazy, that's okay, because I thought he was crazy when he told me to. You can check it out at mtcradio.com. Of course, we have a link to them from our website, so make sure you check out our show sponsor, mtcradio.com. This is Jason K6DGN from Union City, California, and you're listening to the Foe Time Podcast. This portion of the FOTIME podcast is brought to you by Kenwood USA and all their great gear that can be found right now at mtcradio.com. Really, really awesome sale going on for FOTIME listeners on the Kenwood TS 590 Sierra Golf, the brand new one. It's unbelievably priced right now, and you have to have the FOTIME code, which you have to find on the FOTIME website to get the deals, okay? So make sure you check out the website, get the deals, and get your brand new Kenwood TS The other day I was on the local 440 machine with my buddy Justin KI4WFJ and we were talking about Morse code. I knew that Justin had been trying to learn and he had been really applying himself into learning actual sending and receiving the morse code the cw but i didn't really realize how far he had gotten and through conversation i thought to myself you know this is something we need to share with the listener because i know there's a lot of guys out there like me who would like to learn morse code but really don't know where to start it and we've talked about morse code some here and there on the programs uh, we talked about it really a good bit with the uh, kb6nu our buddy dan romanchik who may be working on some podcasting by the way Come on, Dan, get to work. Uh, also, we've talked to George, and we've talked to um, oh man, we talked to Bruce. And we, we've we've talked a lot about Morse code, but we really haven't gotten to uh, to the new guys' perspective where we're trying to learn or where we should go to learn how we should do those things. So, I wanted to to bring Justin in. Now he came by the farm just this past Saturday. We sat down up here and just had a casual conversation. Recorded it for you. you want to share that with you now? So here's me. And I shouldn't have said me first, but I did. Here's Justin and myself, K4WFJ and K4CDN. Yeah, Merry Christmas from the Photon Podcast. It's Kale, K4CDN, and uh, it's it's kind of almost funny that I have a uh, I have a neighbor. I, have my, uh, I guess I consider it a neighbor what four point five miles away as the crow flies.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. KI4WFJ, Justin Ormby. Is a friend of mine here, and uh, it's kind of funny. We didn't realize that we we actually lived pretty close to each other. and had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just yeah. kind of on the repeater one day. It's like, oh, I'm going down to Pauline. I'm like, uh, well, I am too. Why are you going there? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I wanted to bring Justin on because, of course, now now Justin is is a uh, a licensed amateur extra, um, and he doesn't have one of those really short call signs. We'll talk about that later because I want to know why. But uh, he's done something that I haven't done. Well, two things. Firstly, he uh, three things. He still has his Jetta Diesel. Um, <laughs> he has his Amateur Extra. And he's recently taught himself Morse code, CW. And we've talked a lot about that in the past here on the program, about learning and why we should learn. Um, and in talking to Justin and some of our other friends here locally, uh, it, it really has inspired me, although I haven't done anything about it. Except play with the app on my phone, uh, mm-hmm. learning Morse code. And Justin, first, tell us a little bit about how you got into amateur radio. Why you got into amateur radio? How in the world you convinced your wife to get into amateur radio? And then tell us a little bit about a uh, little bit about why you want to learn Morse code. Alrighty. Well, I guess uh, got into amateur
2: radio back in college. Uh, I guess stumbled upon. or was into the off-roading community, and we used a lot of CBs for. Uh, or that was the, I guess, go-to radio for truck-to-truck communication. Uh, so, went and looked and got one installed in my truck, or installed one into my truck, and, uh, was listening at night, similar to kale story, and heard, heard guys far away, um, you know, going up and down the interstate, running, you know, illegal power on CB, but, uh, <laughs> uh, got me, in, you know, interested in, uh, I don't know, just piqued my interest, and uh was talking to some friends just at school that, that year, and bumped into a guy, uh, a friend uh, that was a ham, and got licensed, uh, I forget, I th- he had his general, and he was licensed as a kid, probably when he was uh, under 10 years old, I think, or somewhere around 10, uh, his family sailed the world on a sailboat, a 30-foot sailboat, nice. so... His, he was kind of resentful towards it because he uh he felt his parents forced him into it, and uh, forced him to m- learn Morse code because it was a requirement back then, um, and uh, <clears throat> but he, he they used it for for uh communication when they were out at sea on their on their boat, uh but he kind of he kind of pointed me in the direction of ham even though he wasn't really active, um but I I found out there's a school club, and went to see this club sponsor and he set me up with where I needed to find information to get a a study exam study questions for the test and I basically sat down and uh, studied the uh, technician and general portions and and tested and got my general in the first first shot but uh, I kind of it was lucky for me I was a mechanical engineering student at the time and a lot of the stuff on the general exam we were actually learning in class so there's a lot of uh it, it wasn't too hard for me um for
0: the general cuz most of it was fresh in my mind cool so. and and um did you did you use your amateur at all in the in the uh the off-roading community stuff or did, did that just kind of pass or what well I,
2: I kept the cb and down in florida um, they use the cb on trail rides but Kind of funny coming up here. Uh, nobody seems to use CB anymore. They've switched over to the FRS, you know, handy talky radios. Uh, they pretty much give you the same range as a CB in a typical installation, it seems. But uh you know, they only cost you know fraction, and you carry it in your hand. You take
0: it with you. But you don't get it like an echo mic or anything. No, no. no or the the Roger beep or any yeah. of that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, so um, so. Tell us how, uh, just just real lightly, how mm-hmm. you you got your wife in amateur radio.
2: Well, I was back in college too. Uh, I was probably about a year or so after I got mine. Uh, you know, we were. I the club was really small, and I ended up being the president of uh, K4FAU, the Florida Atlantic University's amateur club. There for the time I was there, I was basically one of the few. Yeah, one of the few uh, students with a ham license that was active in the club. There were uh, a few others that a whole group of friends got got licensed. Uh, we were going on a road trip, and we wanted to use um, radios between cars. And uh, kind of with that reasoning or, or that goal, that's kind of what got uh, my wife to get her license. And that's mainly what we use it for. She doesn't like getting on the repeater and stills awkward talking, but finds it, sees the uh, utility in having the license of being able to get on.
0: My wife sees the utility in her smartphone. <laughs> yeah, it's just a few days away as my birthday. It's also the day that The Force Awakens. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and uh, that's what I've told her I wanted for my birthday. i just wanted her to test, and I don't think it's going to happen. I, I had some, <laughs> I really thought it was going to happen, mm-hmm. maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, And I got her the KB6NU No Nonsense Study Guides, mm-hmm. and she read through the whole thing, and she said, that made absolutely no sense to me, and uh, I should have, I should have silenced my phone. <laughs> she said it makes no sense to me, so therefore I'm uh, I'm not going to do it. So sorry. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. tell me a little bit about uh, what you do. You said you were in school as a uh, an engineering student. Let I know what you do, and mm-hmm. I think it's he's got one of the coolest jobs around. So just give us real quick okay. uh, what you do, and then I want to talk about how you taught yourself CW. All
2: right. Well uh yeah, I got some bachelors in uh mechanical engineering and then came up to Clemson here, got a masters in automotive engineering and right now I work uh for a Freightliner custom chassis and we do uh chassis basically uh we'll design a chassis for you if you wanted to put a body on it or put an R V on it or any type of you know project like that. I work with customers and Kind of go between our engineering department and the customer, and get them what features they need in in a chassis, and make sure that uh, what what's coming off the production line is is what they what they're wanting.
0: So if we got a couple of multimillionaires listening that are amateurs <laughs> who want to build a rolling go box, they can call yeah. you, and you can get the get the get the bottom end built for them. Big diesel pusher, yeah, MCOM truck. That'd be awesome. Uncle Sam gets all the cool toys. <laughs> so, um there's there's a there's a handful of us here that that like to try to hang out on our four hundred forty machine and, and keep up with each other and, and almost kinda like the noise blanker guys from Arkansas who are mm-hmm. who are like a not a club but a just, just a group of like minded friends who like to uh you know, maybe not always talk about eating at the Golden Corral or something. <laughs> and um uh, anyway, through conversation, I learned that Justin wanted to learn or had been been learning CW, but he had nobody to talk to, uh, and he would like to try to connect with someone local. Well, it just so happens our buddy David, Alpha Kilo 4 Indigo Charlie, was uh, a license extra, and he was wanting someone to practice some CW with as well. I know that wasn't the the final straw, but that's something you guys have utilized but before we get to that point, tell us a little bit about how uh, you made it a determination that you wanted to know CW and then how did you go about learning it because I, I think there's a lot of guys listening and gals to the program even myself included who think maybe it's too hard or maybe it's uh, it's only for smart people with masters in <laughs> you know car engineering or something uh, not not the typical kale from the farm guy but how did you how did you do it? What are some hints? Uh, let's just talk about all those things. Well, uh, I guess when
2: I first heard about um from my friend back in college that he had had to learn Morse code, I thought, you know, that it'd be impossible, you know, or that I couldn't couldn't fathom being able to to decipher that type of stuff in my head and uh I'm not sure when exactly I was interested in, in learning or pursuing that. But it, I think it started early because, uh, I remember it, it took several different attempts to get through the alphabet, uh, before I was successful just recently. Uh, so I think I had, I was talking over with my wife and I think it was about five years worth of going back and forth. You know, I was in school and, you know, between, you know, between, uh, degrees and, and stuff. And, so I never really had to. I gave the excuse that I didn't have the time to sit down and 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 do it. But uh, yeah, I tried once and got up to, uh, you know, almost to almost halfway, say like a third of the way through, and then just it got to the point where it was starting to get hard, and it wasn't just as easy as picking out between you know the the R and the M, you yeah. know, letter characters, and uh, then I went away for you know, probably a year or so and came back to it and, and tried a little bit. And, uh, yeah, actually I, I did, I did try in college. I, I remember going through a computer, cleaning it up before reformatting. I found, uh, one of the Morse code, you know, soft training softwares on the computer and I didn't realize i had installed it back then. But
0: I remember going through it, you know,
2: several times before actually.
0: You know, it's crazy to me to think about people like Bruce Jewett who've been on the show and, he sends and receives forty five words a minute, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And I'm like, dude, that's not even fair. Yeah. Of, of course, you know Bruce is—he's probably could be my dad. You know, <laughs> he's been around longer than I have. But um, it's—it's it's, you know, I listen to the, I listen to the trainers, I listen to the Coke trainers or whatever. You know, the twenty words a minute is what I'm where I would try to learn. I guess coming in, and we could talk mm-hmm. about that too. Um, you know, four or five letters, I'm good, man. But when i get past four or five of the first letters i'm like you i'm just ready to throw my hat yeah. in And what what was the final push what made you cross that bridge and, and how did you accomplish that well um i always heard you know learning
2: languages is best done when you're under 30 and i'm just getting up there now i'm 29 this year he had to and, say uh, that didn't he <laughs> yeah so uh i guess i was i was feeling urgency there and uh Not that I couldn't learn it after I turned thirty, but I felt my bet as if I learned it. The sooner I learned it, the better off I'd be as far as retaining it and how easy it would be. Uh, So that's kind of I'd already gotten halfway through the alphabet once, and I was like, "There's only twenty-six letters, you know, and ten numbers, you know, that I have to learn. I've already done thirteen. I just had to brush up on them." So uh, went back and just I just. I made it a goal to get through it. So as soon as I learned them well enough to differentiate them, at I think I was going. I I did not learn them slow. I learned them at a character speed of probably 15 words a minute, and that's what I would suggest. Uh, so I tried to avoid the pitfall of counting the individual dashes and dots. And uh, as I made it the goal to get through the alphabet and the numbers to get on the air because that is when it becomes fun. It's not fun sitting there banging your head against the wall trying to you know learn the different characters on a on a listening to a tape or whatever you you know playing the program or whatever however you're choosing to do it but uh, what it is fun and useful when you see the the uh, benefits of all your hard work is once you finally get on the air and use it.
0: did did you use a did you use a, a phone app? Did you use something on a computer? Did you mention a computer. Yeah. Um, or did you just kind of combo it? Did you do the CDs, the tapes, uh, or what'd you do?
2: Yeah, I'd, I didn't do the tapes. Um, uh, I had tried the, a computer program for like a desktop or a laptop and never really had, I never found myself having time to sit down after work at a computer for hours or 30 minutes or I usually recommend at least, um, uh, you know, short, short segments, but several of them throughout the day. And, uh, to try and do that, I couldn't use a computer. So I, I went with uh, a phone app and uh, used uh, some apps on Android. Uh,
0: of course, I can't remember. That That's okay. Moment, we'll but figure but we'll them out. And put them, them. We'll put them in the uh, the show notes. Cause yeah. I, well, I've got a couple on my phone. Let's see if you've used okay. any of these. Um, let's see here. Uh, the IZ2 Uniform Uniform Fox. Yes. I think so. Uh, there's also a Coke trainer mm-hmm. that uh, our buddy Nick and 3WG put together. I like that one. Okay. Both of those you, you just listen and copy. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other one that I've just recently found is Morse Toad. Hmm. Okay. It's like a Frogger game. Of course, it doesn't show you jumping across yeah. the pond, but it's uh, one of those that you hear and then you choose from the yes. alphabet what you've heard. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll figure out uh, the apps that that were successful with Justin, of course mm-hmm. the ones I just mentioned as well, and uh, now those are Android apps. You smart people with your iPhones, we we'll we'll try to figure out there as well. But uh, yeah, and yeah. even a Windows Phone user over here sometimes.
2: Yeah, and there's one good one on the Windows Phone that's like sounds like that Frogger, okay. Morse Toad, uh, where you hear it and you have to click the button mm-hmm. in order to get it, and it does it in the the. Uh, Proper, se- I think, it's the Coke sequence, right?
0: The K and the M, yeah. It out of there. And does
2: it in that sequence, and uh, if you get enough of them right, then it adds another letter, and yeah. it does that until you're done. And that is one of the final tools I used to brush up because I I could get through it, get through the alphabet, but there was some that I would get mi- mixed up or or twisted, like a the P and the X. You know, I'd still sometimes have trouble, or F N, and an L. Uh, but that hearing it and then clicking the button and doing it as fast as you can really helps it become a reflex rather than a process that you have to think about. Right. And I think that's the key is is for it to come as a reflex. You don't even think, and it just you hear the noise and the character appears in your
0: in your brain. Now, do you when when you operate now do you do you decode in your head or do you write it down?
2: Well, uh, on the slower uh, slower CUSOs, uh I find myself, and I still find myself in general, trying to hand copy everything. But I know I'm going to need to move away from that. I'd, I've only really been on the air with CW since January of this year. And, uh, but I, I can you can hand copy probably up until about 15 words a minute, and then you you start you can't write that fast anymore, or at least I can't. You can't listen and write at the same you know, time that fast. And some people type. Type with either a a, a you know keyboard on a computer, or some folks even use a typewriter if oh. you're if you're a hipster. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. So that that'll get your your copy speed up if you're uh, you know wanting to hand copy everything. But uh, the the true speed comes when you can head copy, and that's what's when I'm if I play in a contest or a sprint, that's what I end up usually doing. And I don't I can just Instead of writing it down, I'll just write it in the logging program or I'll, I'll know what – it's easier when you know what you, what's coming. Mm-hmm. So instead of, uh, you know, general QSO, you don't know what questions he's going to ask. You know exactly what they're going to send on, right. a, on an exchange for a contest.
0: Well, I want to talk about some of that contest and, and some of the other groups online or on the air that you've, you've talked to here in just a couple of minutes. We're talking with Justin. His call is KI4WFJ. Justin or me, a buddy of mine, also a neighbor and a a recently converted CW user. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Photon Podcast.
1: Maine Trading Company, celebrating six years in the amateur radio business. Visit the website www.mtcradio.com and be sure to give us a call if you don't see what you're looking for. And if you happen to catch Danielle on the phone, she's our latest employee at Maine Trading Company and she just got her tech license. Congratulations to our very own Danielle Varner at Maine Trading Company. Give us a call for all your ham radio needs, 903-737-0773.
0: This portion of the Fo Time podcast is brought to you by iCom America and all their D Star rigs. Yeah, you know I still haven't gotten there. I just don't have a, a, a repeater close enough for me, and don't have enough bandwidth to do the to do the hotspot. So. Don't feel sorry for me. Go make it happen for yourself and make it happen now at mtcradio.com. Yeah, there's, this is the time to purchase your D-Star gear from mtcradio.com. If it snows, it's free. We talked about that. Uh, not to mention that he's got the lowest price in the world on the, the India Delta ID51A which is the D-Star Handy Talkie. He's got, he's got a lot of them in stock. He'd like to sell you one. And uh, he will even discount it down to $299 with free shipping, which is a great deal. Uh, th- that's not the only thing they have in stock. Though. They carry the entire range of ICOM gear from the 2-meter handhelds all the way up to the big massive contesting rigs. So if you're looking for some ICOM gear, make sure you check out mtcradio.com. Yes, Kale back with Justin Ormby, KF4WFJ. And uh, Justin's a buddy of mine, like I've mentioned a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Lives just up the road here from me. And um, really appreciate you guys checking us out. We're talking about Morse code CW. Uh, Justin's been operating with Morse code for almost a year now. Uh, he spent, I don't know, about five years teaching himself how to do it on and off. Now, he's, <laughs> he's a really smart guy. It Didn't take him five years to learn it. But uh, just like it took me, I mean, it was 16 years that i read manuals to test for the technician before i ever took the test i'm not that slow i was just that lazy <laughs> and that's probably going to be the case with me regarding you know learning cw i am a little jealous now because two of my buddies justin and our friend david uh, ak4ic i say it phonetically easier than i do without phonetics mm-hmm. i have a kilo for him to go charlie mm-hmm. um david and justin get to chat with each other are y'all still doing a weekly weekly chat or trying to keep keep up
2: we we need to start it back up. Okay. Keep, uh,
0: they were doing really good for a while. Yeah. And uh, they were doing 10 meters? 10 or uh, 80? 80. 80 meters. Yeah. And uh, they were doing 80 meter, just Q-sewing it at, at night, chilling, talking to each other, helping each other, uh, operating CW with each other, which is what it takes. And that's what I want to talk about now. We've talked about the apps that help you. We've talked about some of the computer programs you can use. We've talked about why you wanted to do it. But what about some things uh, like the uh, the SKCC and other other uh, on-air mm-hmm. groups and, and whatnot that, that are out there that you've participated with that, that folks may not be aware of or may not understand what they're there for?
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm part of the Stray Key Century Club, and I found them, as I was learning to, uh, as I was teaching myself Morse code, and they have resources there where you can, if you want a code buddy to to practice like David and I were, uh, you can email them and they'll set you up with somebody who's willing to make a schedule and and have an appointment and you go practice. Uh, but they, the Straight Key Club, is focused on uh, like traditional methods without using electronic gear. So uh, for any of the contacts to count towards their awards or their events, you they want you to be using a, a manual key or either a straight key or a, a side swipe paddle or a like a bug. So uh and I I started with a straight key. I wanted that's the way I wanted to go. So I started off with a straight key so that kinda of fit into what I was what equipment I had to work with and they don't really push fast speeds unlike other groups like CW ops which uh they they promote higher speed uh CW uh, twenty words and up, uh, which I'll, we can talk about later. I'm signed up for uh, their Morse Academy or CW Academy uh, for the spring, and that'll that's a program they put together where they tutor you to get you up up above you know twenty words a minute and uh, help you pick your speed up once you already know no CW. But uh, back on Straight Key Century Club, uh, that that really helped me. Give me a reason to get on the air. You know there's they have certain frequencies that the their members typically hang out on they do uh, monthly events they have a little uh, two hour contest they call you know the straight key sprint and uh that usually is on a Wednesday or something at from eight to ten or something like that it changes based on the your time zone but uh, all that information's on their website but that that helps you get out there and you can just make contacts to get rid of the nerves. And uh, you know they're very simple, short QSOs. You don't have to worry about thinking of something to say or ask, or worrying about what he's going to ask you. You know, you know what he's going to send, and you send back what uh, you know what's in your exchange. And uh, so it's a it's a good way to get on the air, and uh, you know, without you know, get rid of your nerves, and and uh, give you a reason to get out and operate.
0: And they don't hear this really squeaky chair you're sitting in either <laughs> when you're operating with a straight key. Yeah. Yeah, that's my chair, guys. It's uh it's not anything else that you hear in the background. I need some new chairs in my shack, <laughs> man. I actually need some new room. But uh so you've you've participated with the straight key century club. They've been good to you. You yeah. enjoyed participating with
2: them? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. They're more than helpful, uh and and willing to, to slow down to literally as slow as you could imagine going as slow as you need them to go they'll slow down for you uh one of the first contacts i got on and made with with them was a guy down in georgia on i think it's 40 meters during the summer and we uh i mean he he volunteered to, to help me you know if, if i wanted to get back on and practice or you know if we need to go slower or faster or whatever whatever help i needed he was offering uh, to help me get better at, getting on the air because i shared with him that i was brand new and uh another cool thing the strakey century club has is kind of a chat room web page thing where you can go in and you can see what other members are online what frequencies they're on and uh you can request schedules or qso's to yeah if you're looking working on uh any any type of awards for there or if you just want
0: a, a contact so what um What are you operating with at home?
2: I have an ICOM uh, 718
0: that I got uh, when I was
2: back in college. And uh, I use that with a a straight key, a SpeedX by Nye Viking. Uh, Straight key. I've since gotten uh, some paddles to try and uh, get the speed, you know, in preparation for getting my speed up. Yeah. Because you can really – you can – do about twenty words a minute on a straight key, and then you start that. That probably maxes out. As far as you want to go with go. that one, yeah. So anything, if you want to do twenty words a minute a long time, you know, but for an extended amount of time, you, you probably
0: would want to use a paddle or a boat. Just, just don't tell Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just don't tell Fritz.
2: Well, yeah. There's nothing wrong with all. But, so, but Fritz
0: I'm, has yeah. been doing it, you know, since our granddaddies were in yeah. Yeah. World War Two and whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, now. Do you think that uh, operating and learning CW has enhanced your desire to participate in the amateur hobby?
2: I think, yeah, I think so. I think it was, uh, it's a completely different world opens up once you learn it. Right. And it's its really hard to explain until you experience it. But its it's very odd. It's kind of like it's kind of nostalgic it brings you back to roots yeah. like and you realize you're communicating the same way that know, they, Tesla did. they used to yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh you know learning a skill that's kind of archaic now and it may not make a lot of sense to some people but it's it's kind of neat to be able to you know it's a kind of a way for me to relive history i guess and participate in, right. in something that that took place back then and uh, the, the type of operators you meet on CW are completely different than voice operators. They're not, you know, I've not really met a rude rude one yet. Yeah. And they're just I'd more get, the one. I hadn't got under yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Well, that's cool because, you know, of course, the the argument, I think the argument, we talked about this last show, I think the argument of code versus no code, I think we're pretty much done with that. We're going to argue <laughs> about Chinese handy-talkies now um, and how, you know, if you don't pay $350, you don't really have a real handy-talkie kind of a thing. But, yeah. um, of course, Andy won't like that. No. Uh, but uh, that's not. okay. Neither will Pokey. But, um, you know, to me, it, it, I... I I could be imagining this, but everyone that I talked to, and, you know, we talked to a lot of people here on the show, uh, whether we're on the air or we're we off the air talking in conversation, everyone that participates in CW has seen an uptick in CW. Hmm. Uh, here, you know, since we don't have to learn it anymore, it seems mm-hmm. like more people want to learn it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was what kept me out of getting a license for years. I mean, I could show you my old no tech, <laughs> my, my no code tech study guide that uh, that Radio Shack did years ago. Um, but, uh, I never even took the test, but anyway, <laughs> I still got the book. <laughs> anyway, um, it seems to me that there's a lot of people learning it. Mm. Um, it seems to me that it makes a lot of sense to know how to learn it. And it would also seem to me that it would really enhance the hobby, mm. uh, for someone mm. just like for me. Now, you know, Justin's here in my shack with me now. He knows it's 75 yards from my house up a hill, mm. you know, so it's not in my, and, and I can't, get up here to operate real easily when you've got five kids to cook breakfast for. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, if I was a CW guy or even digital, we'll talk, we'll do another show about that one day, but (laughs) doing CW, I could sit there in the house, uh, with, you know, a five watt rig with the antenna up in the tree in the backyard, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and not bother anyone, not have to walk up here, not have to be talking, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's one of the things CW, you're not expressing. So you can sit there and your wife's watching Falcon crest and, uh (laughs) <laughs> She's not mad because you're, you're, you're on the radio. Yeah. Um, now they can't see this, but I have seen it. You've built a nice little kit rig mm-hmm. that you use. Um, tell us a little bit about what you built. Okay. How hard it was to build it, and then what you do with it. All right. Yeah. I, well, I guess
2: uh, one of the reasons that drew me to CW also, you know, in addition to the ones we've already talked about, was the ability to get into uh, a small portable radio. And if you look out there, it seems if you want one, you want a small portable, uh, you know, QRP radio, the ones that are affordable tend to be Morse code only. So I, I didn't have about a thousand dollars to spend on a, a KX3. We had to say that, didn't we? Yeah. Just got to bring the KX3 into the discussion. Um, call me, <laughs> but, uh, it did have, it, this one was about 280 bucks. And it, it's a, uh, a three-band. Uh, it's the PFR3B. Uh, you can find it on qrpkits.com. And it's a really well-put-together kit. It has everything you need to do. You don't have to be painting the case or anything. It comes with the case. It comes with all the parts, and instructions are, are really good. Uh, I got it. I ordered mine right after they started uh, production of them again. They switched over to the... the version B from the version A. And, uh, there's some programming hiccups on, on the, uh, some of the computer chips that go on the, on the main board there, but they sent out, they just, I just got them in the mail the other day. So and got them installed, uh, updated chips. So haven't had a chance to test it out, but I'm sure they, they fixed what, but bugs the, uh, the original version had, but, uh, great kit. Uh, took me, took me about 15 hours to build it. And, uh, I I sat down and just crammed. It was <laughs> I sat down and just like all Saturday worked on it all, you know, all Sunday worked on it, and, you know, Friday night worked on it and was able to to knock it out. Get it m- most like 90% there, uh, you know, over one weekend of solid work.
0: Enough to plug the battery in just to see it light up yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, you yeah, the, there's tricky parts to it like uh winding toroids that some folks you think are I guess it can be tricky, but they went smooth enough for me. I didn't. I I did uh have a mishap with one, but had enough wire to rewind it. But had some insulation scrape off. But everything went together. It fired up and it worked.
0: It's a nice looking little rig too. I like the yeah. safety yellow color.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's kind of like the size of a small tablet, I guess. Yeah. It's fits uh fits in suitcase, easy to take.
0: So. and what what do you do with it tell 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 the listener what you you try to do with it during the week
2: oh uh, i well I guess right now that it's getting into colder weather here uh, I finally was able to get out and uh yeah on a lunch break just take it to there's a, a local park that's out of the way and just have i think it's about a sixty foot piece of old fourteen gauge stranded wire that I have back yeah you know, I bought that wire. Who knows when and just have that and have a a hunk of plywood tied to one end as a weight and I just sling it up into a tree and there's a picnic table you know, wire drapes down to the picnic table and this uh the p f r three b has a built in uh tuner so you, it's all contained you have it runs on eight double a's inside gives you about four and a half watts on the internal power if you plugged in twelve volts you get five watts uh, but it has internal batteries, got its own tuner. It'll run off of it has a BNC port or a a balanced line input on the outside or on the on the case. So all you need literally are you know half N fed half wave wire and uh, a little bit of counterpoise to throw on the ground and plug in your straight straight key or your paddles. It has an internal keyer and uh, and your headphones and you're off off to the races. It does forty. 40 meters 30 meters and 20 meters
0: cool yeah. do you uh do you think having built that that challenge having it built now makes you want to operate more than it did before or do you, is it just a way to enhance what you've already done
2: i guess it uh gives me an excuse to get out and yeah. that's what we need an yeah. excuse yeah yeah, you know, taking. You know, I got to use this radio. I just
0: yeah, know, I just spent two hundred eighty bucks yeah. and spent my whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> with my wife looking over my shoulder, wanting yeah. to know what I was. Why I wasn't helping in the in the sink washing dishes or something.
2: <laughs> no, it, it does. I think it enhances as well because it's not when it's all. I looked at other kit radios, and there's a, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a lot out there that is just the radio, and then you build the tuner, and then you carry a battery. So you have. Three things you have to carry that are separate, plus an antenna, and your key keying device and headphones. So this made it a lot simpler. It's just one box. You know, I plop it on the table, throw a wire in the tree, and I'm up on the up and on the air in about five minutes. And That's then pretty awesome. You can pack it up even quicker because I just have a, like electric cord, electric, uh, cord winder right. you
0: know, that the, the wires wound on. So. Do, you, do you use it at home at all, or is it just... Your are seven eighteen at the house, and then you just go portable with that.
2: I've used, I've used it at home when I was testing it out, and uh, uh, I, I'll I have a converter that I just hook it up into my antenna, mm-hmm. and you can bypass the tuner, and it it works just fine. Uh, I've used it a little bit there. Uh, the benefit to the kit radio over the seven eighteen is my seven eighteen doesn't have any CW filters, so when I'm listening. You know, I'm in a typical QSO. I can hear probably three other wow. you know, signals that I have to decipher, and that that makes it hard for for a beginner. And I that's one thing that is nice about you know, if you had
0: a radio that had filters. I would they're highly recommended. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the filters for the seven eighteen probably cost what the seven eighteen costs.
2: It costs they cost about what the kit radio costs about two hundred wow. two hundred bucks for a filter.
0: So. Another excuse for the seventy two hundred or the F T uh four fifty there. For you guys looking to buy a new radio. Um yeah. a little bit going uh going back just a little mm-hmm. bit to to training, to getting on the air with say the Straight Key Century Club, on the air with David, AK four I C, um, how important do you think that is to get an operating buddy, an Elmer, uh someone in the same park that you're in trying to learn along with you? Um would you be where you're at today if you haven't, if you had not taken those steps? Was it that important to, uh, to be able to do that?
2: Yeah, I'd say that it definitely, uh, I, I probably would have gotten to where I am today eventually, mm-hmm. but I think it was a lot quicker having, uh, a resource to go, uh, and have somebody willing to practice, know you that you aren't going to be embarrassed if you messed up. Right. And, uh, you know, that was a big thing. I was nervous, you know, getting on and, You know, you you will make a mess. You know, you will mess up, and I see people do it. You always mess up at some point. And you just, you know, there's for uh, when you're on the air, it's just you just make a series of dits that you know aren't a character. It's usually like you know eight or so dits, and Mm -hmm. you know it's a mess up, and then you just repeat, you start over with the word. It's not a big deal, so, but it it uh yeah it did help, and it was a it's good even to have a, a. practice buddy or a, uh, a mentor that will, and, and a, a way to communicate either Skype or, uh, you can do it on the over uh, repeater, you know, David and I did it using a repeater to, uh, comment back and forth on, on sending styles or stuff. You know, you're messing up on this or you, you, you sound great here. need some improvement there. And, uh, but yeah, and even with the Strakey Century Club, they have the chat page or they have a, a messaging service or emails that that I've used to go back and forth with members there, and it it definitely helps.
0: Are you excited about the uh, the CW Academy?
2: Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, some I'm, guys I'm that have done it. They say it's
0: pretty intense, pretty yeah.
2: serious. Yeah, it's it's uh, they're not fooling around. Yeah, yeah I got the uh, I guess the uh, lesson plan and they you expect but expe- you are expected to practice 30 minutes a day at least wow. and uh, they give you yeah you know, there's a computer program you're supposed to spend some time with you know, that's on a website and uh, that they've one of their members has written specifically for the program and uh, then they have Skype sessions for this particular level later levels they actually get on the air but this one you're in like a Skype uh, message room with with everybody in the class and uh, you have a what do you call a straight key with a side tone oscillator or paddles with an o- a side tone generator that you will use and that noise will be sent over Skype. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's kind of a, a multifaceted uh, approach there. And it's eight weeks and you meet two days a week. So it's, it's
0: And your new high speed internet connection will really help with that. <laughs> yeah, it will. Yes. Yeah, He's got you verse <laughs> at his house, Yeah, four miles away. He lives off a side road Mm -hmm. and we can't get it here on the main highway. This is just totally insane, but that's okay. It's it's, okay. It's not fair. He's learning and (laughs) and I'm just complaining. (laughs) So, uh, before we let you go, Justin, excuse me. Um, you look, looking out in the future, kids notwithstanding, if Mm -hmm. that happens, because he hasn't gotten there yet, we're going to get him there. He's he's got way too much hair right now. Um, do you see this CW becoming one of your more favorite ways to operate on the radio or just something that you're glad you've got the ability to do it?
2: I'll tell you, it already has become probably my preferred you know mode on HF at least. Um, yeah, I played with the digital and, uh, I spent more time tinkering, getting the radio to transmit the right stuff than I did actually transmitting. Right. Uh, and uh, with voice, I just never had a desire to get on and and really make contacts. But it changed with CW, and I, now I have a desire to get on and and play. So I know so far, I really I've not done hardly any voice contacts on HF this entire year. It's been mainly Morse code. Apart and the only voice I really use is a VHF repeater yeah. in the car.
0: Because the UHF, he can't get it from his house, which is yeah, it's another who knows <laughs> who knows about that one. There's a gremlin standing between his house and the the repeater at yeah. 680 feet above ground level. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, man, thank you for coming in. Sure. We've been trying to do this um, for a few weeks, and and glad to get you on. Um, Justin's going to the movie with me, right? You still yeah. going? Yeah, yeah, we're going. Still we're going uh, December 18th at 10:05 in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I think now, I'm dyslexic. I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> I think it's N G C Cinemas, but it yeah. may be in CG. I, I forget. Yeah. It's it's on the east side of town, and I believe Andy's going to go with us too. Okay. Um, so we're are you? How big of a Star Wars fan are you? Because we got to talk about it. this. Is like the biggest <laughs> thing to talk about this this week. Uh, my wife's going too. Oh, sure. she is. Yeah. cool. Like, Sarah's cool. Big, so that'll be big cool. Group. But yeah, we, we
2: we're talking about. We just watched. Uh, we decided to watch them. Leading up to the release here. Oh, no and, uh, way. She
0: sat down and watched them all with you? Not yet. Okay. We've, we've started. Going to, okay.
2: Yeah, we've watched uh, episode one. And we're For the first time, we're actually going to watch them in the st- plot chronological order okay. instead of the release date yeah. chronological, which is the only way I've ever watched them before. Right. But I don't know. I was 99. I think I was, I was what? I was married. 13 or something? <laughs> I when was that married. I saw it at theaters. I remember yeah. seeing episode one when it came out. But we're we're pretty. We're not uh, fanatics. Yeah, but we're fans. That's cool. Yeah. Are you excited about the new film? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to to see what what new stuff they
0: have. Yeah, It'll be cool. interesting. It's real funny how the new Dodge Charger commercials have come out and they're white with the black grill, and they look like a oh, stormtrooper. stormtrooper. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, J.J., we could have done it. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm just hoping they don't screw it up. I've said that a million times. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say a million n- between now and yeah, Friday. Yeah, But uh, I'm excited. That's yeah. my birth. I'll be 42. Yeah. Um, I saw Empire <laughs> was the first one I saw in the theater, okay. and then they re-released Star Wars. I saw it again. And then I was able to see Return of the Jedi on opening night okay. as a kid. So, yeah. uh <laughs> And and I saw, of course, the prequels when they were in the in the theaters, mm-hmm. but uh, wasn't a real big fan of the prequels. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I was I had a long time to think about how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I can say this that the Clone Wars, uh, series, mm-hmm. the the animated series, if you haven't watched that, it's very it's it it makes a lot of sense to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it may be one of my favorite parts of the entire Star Wars universe. Okay. Um, of course, I got into it with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new Star Wars Rebels show that's on Disney right now okay. is really, really good as well. And okay. it it goes between uh, it, it goes between Episode 3 and Episode 4. Right. The birth of the Rebellion. It's pretty yes. good. Yes, okay. So, yeah, I mean, we just got totally off. The, <laughs> I mean, but you get two guys sitting around talking about Star Wars, the week of the release of the brand new movie, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. It's pretty exciting. Now, uh, speaking of The Force Awakens, we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know how early we'll get there. We have, we're we at the 10.05 show, and I'm figuring yeah. we probably need to get there a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have the phone with me, uh, and I'm not going to bootleg the film. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm going to bootleg the film. I am saying that I will have the Periscope app activated while we wait on our opportunity to, to get into the theater. So on Friday, December the 18th, if you did not go to a midnight show and can't get up in the morning, uh, I'm figuring somewhere <laughs> between... Eight and nine o'clock Eastern. I'll be on Periscope and we'll be just out in the parking lot chilling. I don't know how many people's going to be there. Yeah, uh, right. but however many people we may talk to other people. We may mm-hmm. be out there trying to uh, <laughs> trying to evangelize for uh, amateur radio while we're mm-hmm. standing in line special event station. You know, yeah, that would have been awesome. Would it? Like K four SW or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's probably already doing that. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. I need to look that up. I bet somebody's going <laughs> to do us anyway. I'm excited about the film. And I'm excited that Justin and Sarah are going to go with me. I'm previewing it for the kids. Mm-hmm. All my kids are stoked and wanting to see it. I don't know if they can yet. PG-13, uh, I'm just, you know, sticking to my dad, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my kids. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, again, thank you. KF or sure. WFJ, and we'll have his show notes for you in uh, on the webpage. It's FOTIME.com or FOTIMEpodcast.com. It's always a pleasure to be here on the program with you. It's, it's really awesome to be here with my friends, and every time I'm here, I'm here with my friends. It was great to have Justin. Of course, you know, he's like four miles up the road. He drove down, and, and we had a chat. That was really cool. First time we've done, besides the Fritz show, uh, the first time we've done a show live for like Yeah, I guess you could say it that way, Uh, here in the shack, which was just a disastrous mess as I just kind of scraped everything off into the floor to get Justin a place to sit. Yeah, we had the squeaky chairs in there, too, and I'm looking to replace those. (laughs) I'm sitting on one right now very still. Anyway, we thank you for being here. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I know we're getting extremely close, and uh, folks are still trying to get their shopping done. Uh, December the 18th. We mentioned that a few minutes ago. That is my birthday. It's also the day that the Force awakens, and it looks like it's going to be a good deal. Now listen, Periscope is an app you install on your phone. It's iOS and Android capable. Uh, You can link it with your Twitter, and on December the 18th, Friday morning, probably around 8 o'clock Eastern Time, I'm going to be on Periscope streaming live as I wait in line to get into the theater to see Star Wars The Force Awakens and uh, I'm really excited about that and Justin his wife's going my buddy Andy's going so uh you know this I just realized this is gonna be the last time I talk to you before Christmas so I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas we're gonna be back around the 28th to 29th and we're gonna do a New Year's show and here's the deal to make the New Year's show really good we want to get you on the show oh yeah how hard is it it's really really so simply easy just just like three steps, okay? Go to the website, photimepodcast.com Click the link on the right-hand side of the screen. It's a little gray button. You can do this from your phone or your laptop, wherever. It's a little gray button that says, Leave Kel Voicemail or Send Kel Voice." It may say send, but anyway, it says Kel and Voicemail, right? You click on that, and it opens a little box. You record your message. You have 90 seconds to record it. It asks for your name and your email. If you want to put your call sign in there with your name, that would be awesome. And we want to hear from you and here's what here's what we're asking you for. We want to know what you're planning to do with amateur radio in the new year. What are you looking to do in 2016 in amateur radio? Are you like me? You just want time to catch up with all the things that you've already started and like a third of the way through? Or do you have a brand new rig from mtcradio.com that you're going to be putting in your shack 2.0 and you're just, you know, awesome that way. So anyway, Click the button, leave us a message. We'll play as many of those calls as we can in our upcoming program as we talk about what we're planning to do as well as some other folks too. So please, go to the website, FOTIMEPodcast.com, click on the message tab, leave us a message, be on the show, be famous. (laughs) Anyway, guys, God bless you. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the holiday with your family. And remember what we're celebrating it for. Thank you. Until next time, 73, y'all.
1: Thanks for listening, downloading, and subscribing to FOTIME, the other ham radio podcast presented by mtcradio.com To subscribe, comment, share, or review visit our show site at fotimepodcast.com Till next time, 73 y'all